Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. When I'm sitting across from clients who have reached this point in their healing journey where they want to set boundaries with their moms, but they feel like they can't, they usually come to me and with two or, well, actually a few different emotions, right? So they come with me, come to me with guilt. I'm doing something wrong, whether that is guilt that is put on to them, right? Their mom is telling them, you know, you're treating me so badly you just hate me. <laughs> Why um, are you doing me this way? I raised you differently. Um, it's, I'm just coming over to the house. Is it going to kill you that much? I just want to send you gifts. Is it going to burden you that much? Right? So that guilt either comes from the mom or it comes from the client themselves. Right? My mom doesn't have anyone else. Um, my mom, you know, did provide for me and the kids do love her and I feel guilty about setting these specific boundaries or they feel confused, right? They are sitting in the middle of like, yes, I do like rationally know that I need to set these boundaries because they, it, it would make me feel better, right? It will help me show up better in my relationship with my mom, in my relationship with my children, um, in my marriage, all the things, if I could do this. But why, like, why is it so difficult, right? Like, why is it so hard for me to be able to do that? Or they're in denial. You know, they think that boundaries are unnecessary, that they can talk their mom into um, a level of rationality, a level of mom just get it. Mom, just understand, right? I'm telling you this. So, right. They repeat themselves over and over again. And then they find themselves right back in the same spot because the boundaries, they see no need for the boundary essentially. Right. So almost like this cycle that comes up every time they are kind of awakened to the fact that their mom is just not emotionally mature and that can suck. It can feel like, is there any hope? Right. Have you been there? Um, Usually this is how it plays out um, or, or what I see. Some common stories that I see, this is one of them, right? The client invites um, their family over for dinner <clears throat> and then they instantly regret it, okay? Because of how the mom acts and, you know, they have to walk on eggshells when the mom is in the home and they just feel like a prisoner in their own home. They feel controlled in their own home. Their own home is no longer the safe net that they have spent all this time building, Right. So you have your own traditions. You have your own, you know, how like when you go to someone's house and they have a specific scent, like they have a smell about them. You're like, oh, if they left their jacket at your house, you, you smell it. You're like, oh, this is Uncle Bobby's house. Like this is Uncle Bobby's because it smells just, you know, that scent, that atmosphere is what you've spent so much time creating. And it's almost immediately when your mom enters or is there for a while, it feels like it's stenched a little bit, right? 
So they come to me and they say, I just don't get it. I don't understand, again, why she, why she has to be this way. Or I don't understand that I've um, told her that I don't like this and she does it anyway. Or I tell her I don't like it. And it ends up being more about her than it is the subject at hand. And we're like talking about stuff that doesn't even matter. <laughs> they often question like, why do I have to be the one who sees this and has to say something? Why do I have to be the mature one? Why do I have to be the adult in the room? Right. Um, and it can conf- it can be confusing Right. Because they think that they're overreacting. They think that it's not that big of a deal and they should just like let them do whatever they want to do. Forget about it um, and just like accept the situation as it is. And this is just going to be their life. Sound familiar? I want to give you some context on why this happens. Why? Why it's why it's difficult to one, set the boundary um, and to maintain the boundary, because those are two completely different things. Anybody can set a boundary. Anybody can say, hey, um, we are no longer going to do four family dinners a month, dinners, dinners <laughs> a month. We're going to scale it down to one. Anybody can say that. But not a lot of people can maintain that when the parents or the mom shows up to your house unexpectedly. Like, I know you said it, but I cooked this and I wanted us all to enjoy it. I was feeling that I was missing the kids or I bought them gifts and I wanted to bring it over. And since I'm here, we might as well eat. Right. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to maintain it. So let's talk about it. One of the biggest reasons why saying it and maintaining it feels hard is because you might be carrying out what I call your mother's boundary baggage. Boundary baggage is all about the beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and consequences that are associated to setting boundaries. It's almost like wearing a backpack, right? It goes with you everywhere. It's heavy. But because you think you need it, you'll suffer the back pain from it. It's like a sense of safety, false safety, right? Something to protect you from um, the thoughts of people, right? People thinking that you're going to be selfish or inconsiderate, you're mean, you just want to bake up the family, that's not of God, all the things, right? You think you'll be judged or criticized. And that's the last thing you want to experience because you're, that's what has been going on all along. You want to avoid that. Right. And so if your mom kind of has this bag baggage or she's grown up believing these things, she can only teach you about what she knows. She can only teach you through the perspective and the lens that she has. Right. So she's going to teach you what she knows about setting those boundaries. Right. And so usually this is kind of simple to pick up on. Observe how your mom upholds boundaries or speaks about boundaries with other people. Did she have a hard time with her parents Um, when it comes to things that maybe she's involved in the community or, um, you know, just different things? Is she the yes person? Is she the person that like overdoes it because she doesn't want people to think that the family looks a particular way? Right. Or is she, you know, talking to you, a.k.a. gossiping to you about other family members who are setting boundaries and how that's so wrong? And so bad, and they're going against family values, and God doesn't like ugly, and all these things. 
How is she speaking about the act of boundary? Is it always bad? Right? Is it always a negative thing? Because a lot of times the people that have an issue with our boundaries are the people who no longer benefit from them. Right? So if you had a boundary with your friends to say, hey, I can't come to your birthday party because I have a family dinner with my, uh, with my mom and my dad and my siblings every Sunday at four o'clock after church and I can't come. That is a boundary. But your mom might think of that as, yeah, that's great. I love that. That is so sweet. You're here with us. I know you could be anywhere. So they respect the boundary when it benefits them and they curse the boundary when it's against them or they feel like it's against them. Right. So the next point that I have is you have been conditioned to not set boundaries your whole life. Almost like you've been punished, right, for setting boundaries all alone and become an adult or becoming a mom or getting married. Those things don't automatically erase that conditioning, you know, say that you're in the middle your middle school and your mom tells you that she has enrolled you in dance and you hate dancing because you ain't got no rhythm or maybe you just don't like the dances that they do and <laughs> you don't know what to, you don't know what to do with your legs your arms all over here there and left and right the beat is it, you just I don't want to do that okay you tell her I don't want to do this she yells I signed you up and I worked so hard to get you into this. And I talked to such and such and so. And she said she would give you a chance. And you're so ungrateful. She diminishes your opinion or your feelings. If you never work hard for something, how will you know, you know, that it that you like it or you don't? Or, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what you want. You're going to do it. <laughs> I pay for it. You're going to do it, right? It goes on a rant about how hard and things are for her and how she didn't get those opportunities. And so now you have to take advantage of it all the nine, right? And so you're shocked. Dang, all I said was I didn't want to do it. Do I, is this life or death? Like, <laughs> what? You're hurt. You're confused. And then you feel guilty. Well, she did work hard. She didn't have this opportunity. I guess she does have a point. And then you suffer through dance only for her to complain about you looking disinterested while you're there. Ain't that something? So then now you have to mask having fun so you won't get in trouble. All while not being acknowledging for doing a good job or doing the things that she, she said she signed you up for in the first place, which is to get experience, to learn something new, but you're being punished and experiencing consequences the whole way through. You learned nothing except the fact that it was all about her the whole time. And I see this happening so much. Maybe not specifically dance in middle school, <laughs> but so many different you know, areas. Going to a specific college or um, picking a specific um, career path. Or living, you know, down the street or what there's so many things that can happen that this type of scenario um, plays out to. And it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good. Um, other things that I've seen a lot that play out is um, comments around food, comments about hair, comments about clothes, right? Where are you going with your hair looking like that? And I know I've heard that too many times, okay? You have natural hair and the natural hair be doing what the natural hair is going to do. Listen, she wants to be frizzy. She's going to be frizzy. If she didn't want to take the wash and go, she's not going to take the wash and go. Now, if you are 
of uh, of a lighter hue. My vanilla sisters, you might not understand that, but you might understand other <laughs> other ways that your mom has commented on your on your appearance and made you feel like, dang it, are my legs too big? Am I eating too much? Which can transfer to a lot of different um, addictions and disorders down the line. And if that is your story, I am so sorry that that happened. I'm so sorry you didn't have that safety within your home um, to be accepted for where your body was, for your looks were, your choices were. That's hard. It's all conditioning, though. It's all mom's projection on you. Maybe she experienced those same things or she's running so far away from not um, her, her family, not experiencing any pain that the, the pounding of you have to be this, look this, feel this all the time is, is actually fulfilling her, her, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? This whole notion of, I don't want to be the mom that lets her children quote unquote go. I don't want to be the mom that her kids are, are wayward, <laughs> And, in, and in, instead of that being out of the, the goodness and the glory of God and really training up her children to be kind and loving by being kind and loving to them, it goes the opposite effect. Yeah. So these kind of sets of patterns are repeated after specific triggers, certain triggers, and they install this belief into you or these patterns of behaviors into you that setting boundaries um, have now become something to avoid conflict with, right? Versus something to protect your peace. God believes in boundaries. When he created the heavens and the earth, he said, okay, the, the water has to stop right here because if it doesn't, it's going to flood the earth. There has to be an end to something, a boundary to something, because if not, it's going to be chaotic. But somehow we have been taught to believe that boundaries are negative and that they're bad and they're of the enemy and they're breaking up families and all the things, right? So this brings me to my last point for today, <laughs> that you avoid, um, you're afraid of the consequences of setting boundaries. And if you've ever been yelled at, insulted, humiliated, dismissed after you've set a boundary with your mom or even other family members. Um, you don't like that. And if you're like, oh, well, I did. Well, I don't, you know, listen, I don't know anybody who likes that, who likes that feeling of humiliation or being assaulted, insulted or dismissed, right? So if those things are being attached to boundary setting, how could you ever feel safe to set them? And, you know, I, I say that because this boundary baggage that I'm talking about, we mentioned earlier, isn't just about your mom, right? It's, it's tied to the work that you do in your career, whether you own your business or you're in corporate, it's tied to that. Someone asks you to do a project and you're like, oh yeah, I can do it. Ain't no problem. They ask you to stay over late or they're piling all this work and you have to stay late and you're not being able to spend as much time with your family as you need or want to. Or as a business owner, you're setting these goals for yourself and you have no boundaries with yourself. At home, 
right? When um, things are all in disarray and you don't want to set boundaries with your children or your husband around that protection time for yourself. Like I'll just, I'll do everything for every, everyone. And at the end of the day, I'll get to me, but now you're tired and you do nothing for you. Yeah. If there is a fear there of the consequences, you won't set those boundaries. You will always avoid it. Right. You're not being difficult for setting boundaries, although it is very unfortunate that you feel that way, right? And that you've been conditioned to feel that way and that you're operating from your mom's boundary baggage. You're operating from conditioning of complying with other people's boundaries and dis completely disregarding yours. And thus you're afraid to set your own. So as I close this one out, again, I talked about like God operates from boundaries, right? Um, it's not a negative or bad thing. You're not being too difficult when you set boundaries. There is some, um, fluidness that comes with being able to set boundaries and maintain them. You don't have to be unkind. You just have to be clear, right? Um, so if you would like to work on setting boundaries with your mom, not feeling guilty about those things, I invite you to, um, a free call with me where we can talk about how I can support you in one-on-one coaching momfullyyou.com backslash coaching again momfullyyou.com backslash coaching to book your free call and as always thank you for stopping by to chat with me today i cannot wait for us to be able to do this again but until then take care